of reason. Can I tell you? I am so excited. I'm, when I tell you I'm excited, man, I am uber excited about Thursday. October 20th. Agenda for America, an African-American perspective, executive produced by none other than Tavis Smiley. This week's conversation, the state of black men in America, which will be moderated by me. Agenda for America, an African-American perspective is available in podcast and video format on KBLA1580.com. And on the KBLA app, new episodes are uploaded every Friday in October You simply can't miss Thursday's episode. All right? Oh, and be sure to vote on or by Tuesday, November 8th. But let me tell you why you can't miss it. Because for years, I did a series. I started a series back in 2018. 18, and the series was called Mansions, where men get together and build, you know, thought mansions, where we exchange concepts and ideas and we speak unapologetically, unabashedly. And this feels a lot like my mansion series. Hour one, Cool Mo D will be in the building. Well, he won't be in the building. He'll be on the line. Cool Modi. Dr. James Small. And Dr. James James Butch Rosser will make up that first hour. The second hour, my brother, man, Kaba Hiawatha Kamane, educator, professor, you know, and my brother, Minister Tony Muhammad of the Nation of Islam, as well as George Fraser. And when I tell you we going to cook with the illest kind of grease there is, we we're going to have a real conversation. We're not it's not going to be. I said gone. It's not going to be politically correct there won't be any profanity but we're gonna talk real the state of black men and it's gonna fit into this narrative who we were as opposed to who we are today in relation to who we're about to become man we're gonna talk about hip-hop we're going to talk about, as Modi calls it, rap exploitation, the rap exploitation of hip hop. We're going to talk about black men and spirituality. We're going to talk about voting. Do we even give a damn? Should we give a damn? We're going to talk about black men's mental health. We're going to talk about black men's physical health. We're going to cover spirituality. Oh my God, we're going to go in. The state of black men in America, when I tell you, 
it's going to be real. It's, of course we're going to talk money. Of course. It's going to be real. You got to tune in Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Two hours of hot monkey lava. So you got you to gotta mention two things that seem real odd to go together to, to represent the heat. Monkey lava. That's how fire it's going to be. Now, let me get to tonight's topic. So I'm getting a lot of email. Right. And a lot of a lot of the women who refuse to call in don't mind emailing me. Tonight's topic sister gave to me. And we had a deep conversation about it. And I want to get your opinion when I come forward. I will reveal the topic, the questions. You know the phone line, 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, we got fire for you. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. The Voice of Reason. You already know who my playlist is. My playlist is my co-host. So we got a versus tonight. Let that just ride under me a little bit. We got a versus tonight. Michael's little sister, Janet, she learned from the best. Janet Jackson versus Beyonce. This is a versus that has to happen. So because it's not happening on Triller, Zoe Williams said, we're going to do it tonight. My versus tonight, Janet Jackson versus Beyonce. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Now. Oh, man, it's going to be fire. Somebody said, how could you do this? Man, we got to pit them against each other. It has to happen. If we can compare LeBron to Michael. To MJ, we got to compare Janet to Beyonce. It just has to happen. So as I was mentioning earlier, as I started the show, I get a lot of topic requests. And this is one that is a recurring topic. People keep asking me to talk about this. So I was in a very heated discussion with uh, what is the generation of today? Millennial? I was I was talking to a millennial, I guess. I'm Gen X. I was talking to a millennial. And they were and she was saying is we we're just not going to do this for men. And she was saying a lot of her friends they don't um care to nurture men. They said that's for your mama to do. They don't care to cook and feed men. They said that's Your mama did that. We ain't got time for that. And the one thing that she said that a lot of sisters refuse to do. Lord have mercy. She said, sisters today will not bend the knee. So we were discussing. I said, so. (laughs) And I'm not saying, sister, listen, we're going to get deep into the conversation before I reveal what I think about it. But the topic is bend the knee. Do modern day women have a problem with God's mandate that they should 
submit to their man. Why do women have a hard time submitting to men? Why are so many men asking women to submit? I have a I have a problem with men asking for submission. 1-800-920-1580. Why do men pursue submission in women? Are men trying to humble their women? Are men trying to control their women through submission? We have to ask the question. Bend the knee. The, the famous phrase from uh, the Game of Thrones. Bend the knee. <laughs> Is being submissive in a relationship more about co-op, co-op, more about being cooperative than it is about being controlled. Do, oh man, this is hard. This is hard. Is simping to men, how men describe simping, is that the same as submission to women? Is simping to men what submission is to women? Ooh. Are good women only interested in self-aware Moneyed, God-realized men. What do you mean moneyed? What do you mean self-aware? And I think women should only be interested in self-aware, moneyed, and God-realized men. How many times do women ignore their intuition and submit to self-unaware men? Men who are not moneyed. They don't have no bread. (laughs) And they're definitely not God-realized. Women, can we get deep into it, ladies? 1-800-920-1580. Why do you ignore, right, your intuition and you go into builder brother mode and you submit to the broken brother far quicker than you do to the whole brother? Does the whole brother intimidate you because you know in his wholeness He doesn't have to ask for submission. You're going to give it to him naturally. And maybe sometimes modern day women don't want to relinquish that kind of control. Call me. 1-800-920-1580. Somebody call me right now. What's the difference between submission, capitulation, and surrender? 1-800-920-1580. Should men submit To their women, in much the same way women are expected to submit to men? Ooh, 1-800-920-1580. True or false, a real man doesn't request or require his woman's submission to him. True or... That's such a heavy question. I'm not going to ask all the other questions after it. We should ruminate on that question. True or false, a real man. A God-realized man, a moneyed man, a self-aware man doesn't request or require his woman's submission to him. Call me right now, 1-800-920-1580. I need to hear from men and women. What are your thoughts? Why are so many women reluctant (laughs) to bend the knee? Do you feel humiliated? Do you feel like... You've been made small 
If you bend the knee, 1-800-920-1580. Kathy from Los Angeles, I need to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> you laid too many questions out to be answered. I had an answer for one, and listening to you, okay, let me just say this. <laughs> I'm the only girl from Five Brothers. Now, I guess there's two questions that I could, um, I want to address. The women, like you say, who won't bend a knee are not women. They're the new modern day what a man can do for me. Um, it's a, a different example. Um, if you had a parent, mother, and father in the home, old school, doesn't matter. You got married at 16, made a home, they were ride or die mm. for their men. Mm. And that's old school, no matter what. It wasn't about them. It was about making a home right. But if you grew up with that and you know what a true woman is supposed to be to her true men, where a real woman doesn't have the problem of bowing down, if you want to put a name to it, because they will submit when, number one, God is first in the home. Mm. And the man addresses his issue for the family to be a provider. And the wife is supposed to make the men. That's just, I don't want to say law. But if you had or were grown up and grew up in a home of that, of real values, of hardship, good shit, bad, or whatever, these new babies in the 80s, I don't know what they were born with. When the parents were trying to give them everything they wanted, felt like they wanted to give them what they didn't have, changed the mindset of what a woman wants and a man is not at home. Oh, maybe this man give me what I want. It's just crazy, and it's so many issues I could address coming from a woman with that had a father and a mother and a home with five brothers. All of them not good. Mm. Mm. All of I mean, I can't say not good. They live their year, their millennium, GX, whatever you want to label it. I've seen it and watched it, but my father told me a man, woman cannot be like a man. A man pursues a woman because he will be the best man in the world. Because he wants that woman, but when a woman pursues a man, oh, she'll do whatever he allows her to. And that's not the woman he wants. Mm. And we can talk forever on this subject. Mm. Second time caller, and I'm stuck on this, this station. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you much. will be caught here for me again from what I heard the last time. I was the first caller to get one of your double horn plays. Thank you so but much, Kathy. We appreciate the call. You are welcome to I call in here anytime. Call in anytime. You got a will seat at the do, table. Will do. <laughs> Let's Keep talk. Doing what you do. Thank you, babe. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We got a lot to talk about. Ladies, I have this question to ask. And I meant to ask Kathy before she got off the phone. But I want to know what ladies think. Ladies, is do you believe that there is power in submission? Now, if we look at the etymological root of the word, you know, I always like to play these word games. Submission, noun, late 14th century, act of referring to a third party for judgment or decision. From old French, submission, or directly from Latin, submissionem. Uh. 
a lowering, letting down, sinking, noun of action from the past participle, stem of submittery. To let down, to put down, to lower, to reduce, yield. You yield? Now, yield, that word right there, we're going to look up that word too. See, because men, and I would say a, a lot of un, unenlightened men, would take the word yield. Right? Make way. Yield. Or they'll see it. In a more physical, I'm bigger, I'm stronger than you. Do you yield? Right? Yield? <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't think men want women to yield in that sense. Well, I would say some men. I think there are some men out there that are, that are unenlightened, that are aggressive towards women. And they do want to put women down. And they do want to make women smaller. But I think there's a great many other men who are of a different consciousness level. Ooh. And the submission that comes to them not only gives the woman power, but acknowledges their station. The man station. Oh, Lord. Who wants to help me with this? Please call me. 1-800-920-1580. I want to hear from the ladies. I don't want to give up too much. But if we look at the etymological root from the Latin, to let down, to put down, to lower, to reduce, I think many women feel like if I submit to this brother, that I will be made smaller that I will be put aside, that I will be reduced, that I will be put down or let down. Ladies, call me if you have this feeling. And I want to hear from the ladies who have a higher conscious definition of it as well. 1-800-920-1580. Callie Soul from Denver, Colorado. Get in here. Peace, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Are you going to bend the knee? Tonight. Are you going to bend the knee? I absolutely. Just... Absolutely. Okay. Um, a, so a God-realized man doesn't um, have any trouble getting a woman to bend the knee the same way as a God-realized woman doesn't have any trouble getting the man to bend the knee. If we take our sexuality out of it, our sexual juxtaposition, and we see it as a dance, then we'll be just fine because that's what partnership is. It's a dance. There's going to be times when the, the masculine is going to yield to the feminine. There's going to be times when the feminine is going to yield to the masculine. But again, you got to be God realized in order to be able to move in that way. So now, two things, you yield, two, two things. Go ahead. What is God realized for the listener? God realized is someone who's tapped into their God nature, their self, their natural innate self, which means you want to be vibrating both masculine and fem feminine equally. And you ain't going to have no problem with the label of such. Mm, mm. That means that when you tapping into your.
tapping into your wisdom, your spirituality. Mm. When you're tapping into your masculine side, you're tapping into your structure and your ability to build Mm. and to lead. Mm. And everybody, each of us as human beings, we have both of those sides. We have the, we have the divine masculine, the divine feminine. But when we start vibrating outside of that in the ego, that's when it comes to this, I ain't going to bend the knee to you. You can't tell me what to do. Mm. Now, I've said this before, and I love when Jill Scott said this. If you can tell me what to do, then tell me what to do. If you can't tell me what to do, then don't tell me what to do. And she was speaking to this subject that we're talking about today, like God-realized individuals. Mm. So, yes, if you sit up and submit to somebody that's not God-realized, somebody that's broken, then that means that you're broken. Mm. And that's okay because you got time to move through that. God gives us grace and time to move through all of these spaces that we, we find ourselves in so that we can navigate through them, so that we can learn our lessons. I love it. Listen, so if I, stay with me, Callie Soul. When we come forward, we going back to Denver because Callie is on a roll. He's on fire, He's on tonight. fire tonight. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Yes, sir. The Voice of Reason back in the building. We on fire tonight. Who you guys got in my verses? Beyonce is up. Put a ring on it. I think I'm going to go with that Janet song, though. I ain't going to lie. I I can't lie. I can't lie. This is a slapper record. I can't lie. This is a slapper. Anybody who got a girlfriend know. Most of our girlfriends love Beyonce. But I'm going to give that first round to Janet. Don't worry. we Beyonce got some, some great hits coming up in a second. But let me get back to Callie Soul on tonight's topic. Callie Soul, do you think modern day women have outgrown submission? They see it as outdated, outdated archaic, something that shouldn't be done anymore, shouldn't even be required. What are your thoughts? They see it as archaic because they're confused. I'm Generation X. We're dealing with millennials and Generation Z right now. And they've thrown out religion. They've thrown out history out of, the, out of their education um, systems. So they're just confused. Mm. And like I said, that's okay. They can bring it back around. You know, they're, they are dealing with a... new construct of all-inclusiveness, which is why they, we got folks like this person named Classy C running around. It's a, it's a whole drag queen man boy with a BBL. And our young women have been running around for the past, I would say, 10 to 15 years letting drag queens do their makeup and letting drag queens tell them what a woman should look like. So now we got women running around trying to emulate drag queens and mm. they're confused mm. it's like god made you wonderful just the way you are sis mm. <laughs> unintended mm. so you, you are a natural born woman so you came 
you came with violence tonight. You you brought the violence. <laughs> I'm calm down. I'm, let me bring. Let me let me let me dial it back. <laughs> because, like I said, you know, there it's okay that they're confused if they want to grow mm. and if they can see, you know, where there's some there's some space for evolution. Mm-hmm. And in their generation, they have been given everything. They have come from homes that haven't necessarily and 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 not all of them but some people have come from home come from homes where the strong black woman was pub that that's why i haven't really seen the woman king yet i'm like sounds like a wonderful movie but i don't need to see another movie with black women fighting and being strong and all this stuff we don't have enough of that mm. Mm. we need to get back to our feminine side mm. And, and, and it's okay that we have that masculinity there because, like I said, as human beings, we're all balanced. But if you get out of balance, you're in trouble. Wow. You get too masculine, you, you know, you're going strong, and, and there's, you just, <laughs> you can steer out of control. And if you go too feminine, you can get too emotional. Mm. And then you can still steer out of control. So we got to... We got to create a balance, no matter what you want to label yourself as today. Thank Take you. The <laughs> masculinity and the femininity out of it and understand that partnership, no matter how you want to build your partnership, it is a dance. Wow. You, there's a book called The Strength Finder 2.0. Mm. And a lot of therapists and life coach coaches understand theophosic therapy Mm -hmm. where it's like let's see what your strengths are and let's build on that instead Mm. of looking at what your weaknesses are so if we look at your what your strengths are we can say this is what i'm bringing to the table and that means your counter you need to find what other people bring to the table that build you up and then there's a symbiotic relationship i've got the i've got these resources these these um intellectual resources right because we've been looking at at monetary resources in this generation which is a trick Mm. Mm. we need to look at intellectual resources what strengths are you bringing to the table okay here's what strengths i'm bringing to the table and now we got an equation where we can build but if you can't do that and i don't care what sex you want to identify as if you can't do that with whatever partner you decide to get and bring into your life, then you, you're going to be, you, your house is going to be built on sand and straw instead of bricks mm. and a solid foundation that you can move forward with. You can grow and you can evolve. You can sharpen one another. You can check one another. Mm. You know, check, uh, to check somebody is, is, is the same to me. It's, it's, it's synonymous with submission. Wow. Cause it just means I can look at you and say, Hey, Here's where I see that you might need to clean it up a little bit, where they can look at you and say, hey, here's where you might need to clean it up a little bit. And if you are vibrating and you are standing strong in your divine feminine and your divine masculine, you won't have no problem with sharpening one another in that way. You won't have no problem building. You'll have a wonderful future. Wow. And that means you're going to be able to take your you're going to take your blows. And sometimes that somebody your, your loved one is going to tell you some stuff. That hurts that you got to adjust, mm. but your willingness, just a little bit of willingness, that's all it takes. We appreciate it, Callie. Callie Soul from Denver. 
just cooked with grease. We appreciate it. Made a full course meal up in here. Good night. Thank you, sister. <laughs> we appreciate it. John from Richmond, Virginia. Get in here. You've been on the longest. Let's talk. Peace, brother Joe. What's happening? I can't call him, man. Uh First thing first, I just want to give a shout out to Callie Soul because she she came with the facts, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother, I'm, I'm I'm gonna speak my part, man. Um, I'll never submit to a woman or any physical being for that fact because it's in our fleshly nature to corrupt absolutely when given power or authority. Mm. But I will submit to the goddess in the woman. Mm. Show me a goddess, and I will naturally bend the knee. Mm. That's when she will have her protector, provider, and equal companion. And that's also vice versa for woman. Woman should only submit to the God and the man if he shows that to her. Woman shouldn't submit to a man with control issues who build up their confidence by feeling like they're conquering something. Mm. That's a weak European mind state. (laughs) Keep going, John. Keep going. All right, brother. And, And if you're righteously living in your purpose... You shouldn't have to make demands because your presence is commanding of everything that needs to be done. Right. You know, like like the sister stated, like Callie Soul stated, we have to become God realized. That means to identify with our higher self. Mm-hmm. You know that, that that's that's really all I got on that, brother. But but I'll say this too, man. Um, I'm I'm only 35, brothers old, but uh, and, and Janice a little before my time, but. Uh, Pleasure Principal Janet is one of the most beautiful women to ever walk this earth, man. <laughs> no question. <laughs> hey, brother, we appreciate you. John from Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia is in the building because of you. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. I'm live on KBLA Talk 1580 in the heart of Lamert Park. You better understand what's happening in here right now. I see Sean is on the line, Oakland, California. Get in here, Sean. Is that Sean? Oh, no, that's not Sean, but that's a sister. Let the sister talk, and then we'll get Sean. Line three is a sister. What's your name, sister? Hi, Lynette. Thanks for taking my call. Boy, that's powerful what uh, these two previous callers just said. And I guess I'm I'm just sitting, I'm in agreement with them, but, you know, I always hear that thing about, well, a woman's supposed to submit, you know, uh, from the Bible. But they forget the other part in the Bible that, well, submit one to another, mm. and that's what getting now it's just three hundred and sixty degrees. You know, people always use the Bible to justify war, misogyny, slavery, all kind of negative stuff. You know, when you ain't telling the whole truth, you ain't telling the truth. So the truth is supposed to set you free, and it's three hundred and sixty degrees. Now, I'm gonna leave it at that, and thank you so much for this show. Wow, thank you, sister. We appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen. It's on fire tonight. I want to hear from y'all. Why do people have such a hard time submitting? Why? What, men and women, are men supposed to submit to women? The brother said he would submit to the God-realized woman. And he also said the same applies for women. But I would say both God-realized men and women are in short supply. When we come forward, the voice of reason going back to the phone lines. Is it good to you? Good to you. More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Got it cooking in here tonight. It's all right with me. Yeah. 
Janet Jackson. You forget how fly she was. She was one of, ooh, you forget it, man. Janet was different. 1-800-920-1580. I'm sorry. I'm just turned up right now. The playlist is out here showing out. But tonight's topic is a very deep one. This is submitted to me by a woman. She, I think she's a, a millennial. And she was just really basically saying modern day women have no need for submission. And they will never submit to men. She was saying, but she would. But she said she is the anomaly in her group of women. She said a lot of her women friends or, or her female friends or women friends are reluctant and resistant to the idea. Very interesting. Very interesting stuff. We got Sean on the line. Sean, get in here now. Talk to me, man. Hey, <laughs> hey brother. Zoda, this is a wonderful topic. Um, and I have a couple of things to say about it. You know, number one, the the loaded word of being submissive or submitting, you know, um, yes, you've done all the definitions. My thing here is two things. Number one, my friends, my brothers, my men, because I can't speak for women. You know, what are you doing to um, have that significant other of yours uh, submit, right? Mm. Because... You know, and the and it works both ways in that regard. Ladies, what is it that you're doing to make the man submit? Because we will, you know, but that word is so loaded. But here's the kicker, and I'll give you the kicker. Okay, for all of us guys who actually, um, well, grew up with sisters or, or, you know, have mothers, but more importantly, if you have a daughter, right, and you think, oh, yeah, I want the woman to submit. You really? You, you want your daughter to submit just like that about nothing? You know what I'm saying? Or do you, or there has to be something behind that that is much more important because that word is loaded, submission, that, uh, look, you don't want your daughter to submit just because it's a man. You, you submit only because, you know, you trust and, or accept Actually, Zoe says, accept, I believe that better. Uh, and you understand between the two of you that this is cool. But there's no demands. There's no performance demands up in here because that never lasts. <laughs> right, right. It doesn't, it doesn't last. <laughs> but, you know, Zoe, you know what's going on here because you're a wise person. And I'm telling you, my, you know, I'm just out here doing my thing from experience. But I have to tell you that, look, man, I mean, we raise our game. The ladies will be there for you, no matter what you want to call it, submission or just, hey, I'm cool with it. Wow. Sean, once again, man, we appreciate your experience, your wisdom, your knowledge. We appreciate you calling in here and sharing that valuable insight. You already know you got a seat at the table. Call me anytime, bro. Thanks, brother. I appreciate your knowledge. Man, this is good, good. Somebody in the chat room, uh, Chitlin Pimp. That's I'm sorry. That's just his name. Uh, in the chat room says, submission only works when it's organic. And I believe that. 
I believe that. It cannot be forced. But you have to remember this, too. If everybody is a work in progress, which is my working thesis here, we are all whips, works in progress. I believe the number of people who are struggling with their internal issues outnumber the people who have been on this show defined as God-realized or self-realized or have reached a certain level of consciousness to where they command mutual submission. Now, because those people are in the minority and probably almost non-existent, I believe we're going to have a struggle moving forward with the concept of submitting. Because I believe most people submit, or or a woman would submit, and even a man would submit, based on needs being met, external needs being met. I know a lot of brothers who have stayed with women or lived with women because that's all they had. And that person was taking care of them. So that's a form of submission. And brothers, you could disagree with that. 1-800-9-20-15-80. The reverse could be true. A sister might get with a man because he's got all of the provisions, right, that could take care of her, that could sustain her. She might not even like him. Might not even be interested in his character. That is another question. It leads us to another question. Is the essence of submission about submitting to the high quality of one's character? So, in a way, submission might be a gift. I acknowledge your higher level of consciousness. I acknowledge that you've reached a certain level of self-actualization. And I humbly submit to that. But I believe far and few in between that's going to happen. Because one thing about a woman, she could sniff out your weaknesses. She could sniff out your insecurities. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got people calling in from all over the country. What's the brother's name in Indianapolis? Shikandi. I'm coming to you, Shikandi, out of Indy, when we come forward. Hey, I'm sorry. Beyonce takes this round. And that Janet record was crazy. Jeez. Jeez. Beyonce just said, okay, let me just steal A. Marie's whole style. (laughs) <laughs> and to just just make it my own. That's fire right there. We just she won that round. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Voice of Reason. We turned up we turned up right now. We've come full circle after coming forward. Yo, this is crazy tonight. People are calling in because submission is a big part of relationship, I believe. I believe that submission is a big part of relationship. A big part of healthy relationships. And the reason why we have difficulty in relationships is because it's very simple. It's very simple. We think an interracial relationship is the only type of inter, uh, 
uh, action we have in relationship, meaning interracial means two different races coming together. But what we really have that causes conflict in relationships is inter-experiential. You got two different perspectives. Even if it's wrapped around a similar experience, you have two different perspectives, right? And oftentimes that cause is conflict. You don't see it my way. You don't understand the way I look at it, the way I view it, and that creates conflict. And what that does is it prevents cooperation, collaboration. We get hung up on your perspective versus my perspective. And then many times we will dig our heels in. We will, we will, we will you know, stand on it and not deal with the fact that really what we're arguing about. My, watch. And then let me tell you this. This is something that happens a lot. We might be saying the same thing. We're just saying it differently, right? We might be saying the same thing. We're just saying it differently. And then, even when saying the same thing, but yet saying it differently, you know, you have that issue. But then there's also this issue. I don't care how you're saying it. I'm the leader. And I'm right. Right? I'm the leader. And I'm right. Now, watch this. Submit. Somebody asked me to look up the etymology of the word submit, and it's the same as submission, you know, from Latin. You know, uh, to let down, to lower, to yield, to put under, to reduce. Right? Sub, the, the prefix, means under. Right? Mitter. Let go. Send. Uh, sorry. That's just what it is. Submitting. You, you're under me. You're under my authority. 1-800-920-1580. We want to talk to everybody about this. Would you submit to your woman? Why do men see submitting to their women as soft? I guess it depends on the search, the situation and circumstance, right? Around why you would submit. Are you submitting to her soul? Or are you submitting to her apartment? one 800 920 from Indianapolis. Get in here and talk to us about this. What's up, bro? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm in here trying to cook with peanut oil. Well, you cooking with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk to me, brother. Yeah, man, I just want to touch on, like, the last college perspective, like, with the daughter thing, because that's where I was at with it. Like, you know, I got a 21-year-old daughter, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, do I really want her to submit? Would, would, would I be comfortable with her submitting, especially after you looking up the etymology of the word and all that? Which, you know, it kind of coincides with what, you know, I, you know, what I figured, you know, what we thought it was anyway, but, you know, it just goes a little deeper. But at the same time, I'm a 46-year-old man, and throughout my life, I've always not looked at it as submission, but when I come into a relationship, I have an expectation, and that's what I expect out of them. So I don't know if that's them submitting to me or, you know, 
Because if that's what it is, like with my daughter, like if she get in a relationship with someone, you know, and everything's close, you know, it's going cool or whatever. If, if you know, if it ain't no word where it got to be used, like, hey, you need to submit to me or, you know, I need to submit to you or this and that. I think if it's, if it's going the way it should be, you know, the word itself is what I think may inflict, you know, the... I don't know what you would call it, but you know the the reaction what you would get out of a person, you know, when you say that word. No, nah, you know, I, I hear you. I believe, like, if you. Yeah, I, I I hear you talking about connotation versus denotation, and the connotation of the word, along with the etymological root, sounds negative. To put down. Yes. To put right. under. Right. You have mm-hmm. to submit to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, <laughs> let me you 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 brought up something that's real interesting, man. Let me just say this is the interesting part. Men mm-hmm. sometimes have well, a lot of times, most times, we have double standards when it comes to women. And this is what mm-hmm. I mean. I agree. Here's the double standard: we don't want our daughters to suffer what we've done to women. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and the way Absolutely. you laid that out, you was like, "Man, I'd hate to see my daughter have to submit." <laughs> <laughs> you, I see. You understand what I'm saying? I see it, right? You Absolutely. Like, you like, wait, hold on. I know what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we we try to protect our sisters, our mamas, our daughters. That's right. And sometimes our aunts, if we close to them, you know, we try to protect the women in the family. But the way we treat women outside of the family Mm -hmm. is a bit contradictory. How do we reconcile that, brother? And I've gotten better with age. Like, you know, that's taught me a lot. Just just moving, you know, through life. So as like, I, I would say this, as the man I am right today, I wouldn't have no problem with my daughter submitting to a, you know, a guy like me today. But, but not a not me not in like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> right. Please don't. Right, right, right. Or, you know, early thirties. Or it's really a mindset, but you know, we have to you know, we have the tendency to put age, you know, put it in ages, so you know, not don't don't submit to me in my early twenties. <laughs> As a man today, Yes. And, you know, it's still, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but, you know, things is in order now, you know. So, yeah, I appreciate you letting me come on here, man. I've been listening to you, man. I love everything. And I know the, the rest of this show is going to be nice. So Thank you, brother. I just appreciate your time, man. Hey, brother, I appreciate you, Thank man. You Thank too. you. Hey, that's, hey, he had a great point. Listen, that was Indianapolis in the house. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Please be a little bit patient because the phone lines fill up and it takes me a second to get to you guys, but I will get to you. Call me right now. We want to talk about it. Uh, Somebody in my chat room, I think it was Positive Influence, they said something that was very, very thought-provoking. Is the happy wife happy life? philosophy a form of male submission very interesting 
I got to keep her happy so she can stay off my head, so she can stay off my neck. Is that a form of male submission? Brothers, call in and let me know if you've practiced or employed this strategy. When I come forward, I'm going back to the phone lines. Call me, 1-800-920-1580. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, The Voice of Reason back in the building. Yo, my playlist is my co-host. So look, real quick side story about this record, about the Rhythm Nation. She got the idea from her brother. So Mike, later, you you remember later, Mike started doing a lot of stuff with the military. You know, you would see him in pictures with the military from other countries. And, you know, he wore all the military regalia and jackets and all of that. And he had an idea to do this. And Mike said that his little sister came to him and said, uh, can I have that idea? You know, only a little sister can ask big bro for something like that. And and basically he was like, yeah, he, you know, he kind of, you know, talked it up to her a little bit. Yeah, all right, go ahead. All right. He shared the idea with her. And then, and then he said, yeah, you can do it. And born out of that, we get Rhythm Nation. Now. Let me just say, Beyonce's last record was a banger. Okay, the track is one of the one of the most iconic hip hop, R and B tracks ever merged together. I give it. But what Beyonce lacks a little bit that Janet had was that social consciousness. The Rhythm Nation, my goodness. Well, that round goes to Janet. Sorry. Gosh, this hey. This is an epic battle, and they should really consider doing this battle uh, with the versus people. I think this is amazing. Ah, all right, let's get back to our topic. Let's get into this. Submission is not about authority, and it's not about obedience. It's all about relationships of love and respect according to William Paul Young, author of The Shack. Now, submission born out of respect. Right? Women, sisters, when you respect your man, and I mean truly respect him, not appreciate him, because a lot of people get appreciation and respect mixed up. Right. Appreciation is when I'm thankful, I'm grateful that you're doing this or that you're doing that. Very seldom do you find that somebody is appreciative for your being. I'm appreciative because you're you. I'm appreciative for who you are. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's, I'm, I'm saying it's rare. Most times people are thankful for what you do for them. This is why relationships, in my opinion, break down because once the supply line of what you do stops this is why i say we're human beings works in progress not human doings 
And many times and oftentimes our relationships are predicated on what the person is doing for us. Relationships are highly transactional in this capitalistic, materialistic society. So it's rare that you find people that are appreciative of just who you are and not what you do. Respect. There's there's a regard there. There is. More than just admiration, more than just appreciation. And in my opinion, respect aligns with submission. The truth of who you are, the authenticity of who you are, organically causes me to give you the nod, in my opinion. And I think that's rare in relationship. So I'm asking you, all of you, 1-800-920-1580, do we lack mutual respect? Is that why we can't really submit? Right? You got to understand all this stuff is bi-directional anyway. You get broken men out there in pursuit of submission and respect and acknowledgement when, you know, there's a two-way street going there, right? They haven't acknowledged themselves. They haven't approved of themselves. They haven't appreciated themselves. They don't have self-respect. They don't have self-discipline. But yet they try to enforce through control, right, that their women bring all of this stuff to the table. But the reality of it is, man, you got to cultivate that within your spirit first. We talk about this often. Women, same applies to you. Somebody said many don't know what respect is. I, I know. I know. Many don't. A lot of people are just in it for what they can get. That's really what it is. Right? A lot of men believe that male leadership within intimate relationships slash marriage means automatic submission from the woman. She cannot submit to you, brother. I submit this to you. She cannot submit to you if you haven't conquered you, if you haven't overcome what makes you intolerable to others. If you haven't overcome your communication flaws, your listening flaws, if you haven't overcome, right, your your daddy issues, your mama issues, your traumatic experiences that shape your identity, if you haven't overcome that stuff, the only way you can get her to submit is via your wallet and your aggression. And most women that are sane will get away from you if you're aggressive. So not just by default of being a man should she submit. Right? Submission is a lot like the Sanskrit word namaste. Namaste is when Hindus or Easterners bow to each other. They bow to each other. The word namaste means the divine in me acknowledges the divine in you. But if you haven't acknowledged the divine in you, you can't even demand submission.
You can't even demand it. That's like somebody talking big crap in Supermax. When I get out for my one hour a day, I'm going to see you. You're not going to see nobody. You in Supermax. You're going to go out and stretch and shoot a couple of jump shots, and then you're going to go back in. You're not going to see nobody. You're in Supermax. You're in solitary confinement. So I say to the brothers, submission comes after self-victory. Right? Listen, the human being is a living clump of clay with a spirit inside of it. And that clump, because it has spirit, it has consciousness. And the consciousness tells this person, whoever this is, man or woman, create hands, create arms. Now, mold yourself. Many of us are molded by what we've modeled. Ooh, many of us are molded by what we've modeled. And if broken works in progress modeled you, you're going to carry that model into your relationships. Do you understand? You're not going to get submission. You want somebody to submit? The process starts by kneeling at the feet of your unhealed wounds. That's where the process starts. See, you can't beat your wounds up any more than they're already beat up. They wounds. You can't hurt them anymore. They hurt. So sit at the feet of your wounds and offer your non-judgmental attentiveness I am here to see you as you are. You talking to your wounds now. I am here to see you as you are. Let me tell you something about the presence of non-judgmental attentiveness with regard to looking at one's wounds. When you look at your wounds, it's like an expert point guard. Do you know a point guard can cause the defense to move with a look? Magic Johnson could look one way, the defense reacts to the look, but not the no-look pass. Chris Paul can, can there's this, there's just a gesture on his face that lets Aiton know I'm throwing the lob. It's almost like telepathy. See, your wounds respond to your looking. And guess what happens when you look objectively, without judgment, without condemnation, without self-denigration? Do you know what happens? That wound begins to melt. When we come forward, so go keep cooking. You thought I couldn't cook? You crazy. Janet Jackson is still winning this, but this ain't no easy win. 
Beyonce ain't no joke, boy. Yee. That old freakum dress. What's happening, y'all? The voice of reason is on fire tonight. We got a killer versus going on right now. Beyonce versus Janet. In my opinion, Janet is still winning. Goodness gracious. But it is close. Uh, Let me just say, Beyonce is a better singer than Janet Jackson. But I think Janet Jackson has a better tone, has a better, like a more, like in hip-hop, when as, as an A&R, and I, I digress for a second from the topic, but as an A&R, I always looked for lyrics and a unique voice. And I think Janet had a unique voice. She had, she had Michael's, you know, the, the Jackson sound, you know, so... I give the, it's more recognizable. It's more, it's the female Michael. She couldn't sing as good as Mike, but she had the tone, right? She could hold the note. I would say, just technically speaking, Beyonce's a better singer. But Beyonce doesn't have an iconic voice to me. To me, right? Uh, When I say iconic voices, we're talking Whitney, you know, we're talking Minnie Ripperton, like Shaka Khan. These are voices that when you hear, you just know, like, you know, Gladys. These are iconic voices. And I'm just saying tone wise, Janet had a more familiar tone because, again, she came from an iconic family with an iconic legend as a mentor brother. And all of that came through the little voice that she had. She didn't have no big voice. But the voice she had made all of her records iconic, in my opinion. So to answer your question, Beyonce, on the technical side of singing, she wins that. Now let me just transition that back into tonight's topic. Submission. Brothers, she will submit once you conquer the self. Uh, a brother in the chat room by the name of He Who Thinks said something very powerful. And I want to bring this into the fold of this topic, of this discussion. An oyster that has never been wounded will not produce pearls. Okay? Brother, self-work creates the pearls. Self-work does that. But what we do is take the work and do it and, and, and turn it external, right? I'm going to ball out. I'm going to get this bag. I'm going to rise up the ladder. Uh, wait till I get my money right. We do that, right? Because when we have this external expression, we get to say, Can't nobody tell me what to do, least of all my woman, right? I'm one of those people. I'm sorry. I'm one of those people. I don't don't like to be told what to do. I'm one of those folks. And, you know, I have to embrace the fact that especially in context of relationships, sometimes your biggest ally and advocate 
is your woman. You might not like the way she pulls you to the side. Let me say it another way. You might not like the way she protects you. Okay, so let me just say, but listen to this other piece. There's no way for an oyster that has never been wounded to produce pearls because a pearl is a wound that has been healed. Pearls are formed as a result of pain after foreign or undesirable elements like parasites or grain or sand find their way inside the oyster. A lustrous substance called nacre is found inside the shell. When a grain of sand penetrates the shell, the nacre cell begins to work and cover the grain of sand with layers and more and more layers to protect the helpless body of the oyster. As a result, a beautiful pearl begins to form. This is how our wounds work. But here's the problem. That nacre becomes coping mechanisms. We have a wound, debris from the outside. And the knackery turns into coping mechanisms. And I, I got to get through this. I got to get through this. Sometimes that knackery is also the persona that Carl Jung talked about, the mask we wear, right? And we feel like if we cover the wound with standards and beliefs and principles, inflexible ones, short-sighted ones, limited ones, fear-based ones, that somehow we gonna be okay because we can fake our way past everybody in the world because we don't want to be found out that really we are a wound. We are a walking wound. Many men and women enter relationships relying on things that are superficial, whether it be a mask, whether it be a wallet, whether it be status. But the reality of it is most of us are just like the flesh of that oyster, wounded. So the brother who's worked so hard to reach a certain level says, hey, a man at my level deserves this kind of treatment and you need to show up and give it to me based on just the fact that I'm me, right? I heard my son say that in high school, and now it's a big thing. He, he used to say, I'm him, I'm him, and now it's a big thing, right? Nah, you got to be more than just this persona of success, more than just this persona of accomplishment, more than just this persona of uh you know, uh, 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 advancement and, and, and prosperity. See, let me tell you something. You can have money in your pocket, but a hole in your heart. The money might not slip out your pocket, but the meaning might slip out your heart. The feeling might slip out your heart, right? The essence of the true you might slip out your heart. And when that heart is empty, you become mechanical robotic, 
a societal automaton. Based on my standing in the world, you must bend the knee, ma'am. And sisters are doing it to brothers too. Based on my standing in the world, brother. This is not Big Mama and them back in the day. You got to bend the knee, brother. Huh? You don't get breakfast <laughs> until you commit. Huh? You, <laughs> you don't... <laughs> You, 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 don't, you don't get any of the... There are women out there right now. I'm, I know it sounds funny, but it's true. There are women right now that are holding femininity and softness and nurturing. They're holding it hostage until they get guarantees on all of the things that they think they deserve in the relationship. They don't understand that the power of relationship is in what I call organic reciprocity this is how you know you're in a powerful real healthy good relationship there is organic reciprocity where there is organic reciprocity listen to me there is a deeper connection that has nothing to do with what you got that has nothing to do with who you are in the world it has to do with the true you and when we connect at that level, at the foundational level of who we are, the relationship tends to be healthy, organic reciprocity, not transactionalism. This is why I say most clinicians are very good at what they do. But they have been educated in the Western system, and the Western system typically does not include or integrate the spiritual purpose of relationship. Listen, you like that oyster. You're supposed to be hurt. Relationships are supposed to hurt to some degree for a certain amount of time. Now, I'm not saying you should be abused. And I'm definitely not saying you should stay in abusive situations. What I'm saying is, as you get hurt, you spiritually mature. Rumi said it. He said, very simply, the wound is the place where the light enters. The light, the light of enlightenment, the light of expansion, the light of consciousness. Hmm? Rumi also said two souls that know each other set each other's hearts on fire. Do you understand? We don't want our hearts set on fire. You know what we want? We want security. We want safety. And I'm here to tell you, there is none in relationship. When I come forward... The voice of reason, we winding it down, is getting hotter and hotter up in here. Is it good to you? Good to you. More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. And I don't do battles every day, but yo, this battle was epic. The voice of reason is on fire tonight, man. We're having a great conversation, man. We're talking about submission and relationships and why 
the new generation is a generational thing. People are, you know, it's not cool anymore. We're not submitting, right? But what I'm here to say is submission is a spiritual practice, right? Submission is a spiritual practice. Submission, much like surrender, are spiritual in essence. When you surrender, you let something go. You stop fighting. You stop resisting when you surrender, right? And that's a powerful thing to do. You let something go. The word surrender evokes Carl Jung. What we resist persists. What we hold on to harms us in a lot of ways. What we resist persists. So learning how to surrender, there is a great deal of power associated with that. Submission does not mean being weak or passive. And I understand, but that is the connotation today, right? The connotation says, sister, you being weak. That's because this is a spiritually bereft society. This society does not have spirituality at its core. And when I say spirituality, I'm not talking about religiosity. I'm talking about the true essence of spirituality. Now, a lot of people get spirituality mixed up. They think it means somebody is going to be perfect. They think it's somebody who is spiritual is going to be uh, without mistakes. They're, they're going to be higher. They're going to be better. They're going to be more expensive. That's not the truth. Spiritual people struggle, too. Because no matter how spiritual you are, you are forever a work in progress, a whip. Submission does not mean being weak or passive. It leads to neither fatalism nor capitulation. Just the opposite. True power resides in submission. A power that comes from within. Those who submit to the divine essence of life will live in unperturbed tranquility and peace even when the whole world goes through turbulence after turbulence. Elif Suffolk, that's his quote. Many of us want to live the soft life. No, we want to live a life uh, devoid of self-work. No, the soft life does not discontinue self-work. There is power in submitting to your own process. Many men won't submit to the process of healing themselves. Many women won't submit to the process of healing themselves. Many men won't submit to the fact that something is wrong with them. Many women won't submit to the fact that something is wrong. Well, I started the conversation. It's your turn to finish it. Just finish it. I'm not right about everything. I don't try to be. I just want to spark the conversation so you can go on a journey. Look, stay tuned to my brother. No, 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 no. Because what we going to do right here. What was the next uh, 
Beyonce song. That nasty record from Janet was cold. Let's see the next. Ooh. Hey. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. This is this a cold record. Uh, okay, this is cold. What's the next one? The next Janet. Let's hear it. It's over. Hey, it's it's over. Let this ride out. Danny Morrison and Robin Ayers are on their way in. The voice of reason has been the pleasure principal tonight. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Deuces. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.